a lot of people come to us and they really don't know where they are with their jobs and what they're doing. If they've got the right system and, and they're taught how to use it properly, being able to track time, being able to track costs and expenses, labour on a, on, a, on a project, enables them to be under job costs and, and actually see where they're profitable. Just the data is gold. And I've heard a lot of people in the industry talk about the fact that we're not tradespeople anymore. We're actually data collectors. We're actually got to collect this information about what we're doing and how we're doing it so that we can analyze our businesses. As foreign as it is to a lot of people, that's really where we're at these days. Growing a successful trades business isn't about you being the best on the tools. It's about how you profit, plan, prepare and prosper so you can create a business that supports you and your family. Welcome to Profit First for Tradies. I am your host, Katie Crismali Marshall, and this is the podcast for tradies who are ready to transform their business from a cash-eating monster to a money-making machine. Let's dive in. So as we were talking about before, if tradies aren't capturing this data and they're not capturing time and they're not spending the money, they're not capturing... Like the, For example, if we're talking about a quote, so if they're just quoting, not tracking time, what I see a lot is they are estimating like the materials part of that process um, and the, again, the time and the money spent on that. And that then affects the profitability, which is obviously what I deal with all the time. Mm-hmm. So how is, or how does choosing the right job management software play into solving that problem for them to make it easier to know exactly are they profitable on that job or not? Well, that's a, that's a big thing. And it, it's a good lead off from what we were talking about, about time recording and tracking time and tracking costs and tracking expenses on a job. Because uh, I think I mentioned it before is a lot of people come to us and they really don't know where they are with their jobs and what they're doing. If they've got the right system and, and they're taught how to use it properly, being able to track time, being able to track costs and expenses, labour on a, on, a, on a project, enables them to be under job costs and, and actually see where they're profitable. You know, because you, you could be spending um, a lot of time on a particular type of work and, you know, especially if you're just relying on what's in your bank account, you've got no idea whatsoever uh, if it's actually a profitable line of work for you. So a lot of the time when um, businesses will get a system in place, it can be a little bit of a cold a cold slap in the face, you know, because it's like, oh, I've been spending all this time and this is really not profitable. Well, it's it's not worth my while with the profit I'm making. I'm so much better to concentrate on this other type of work because it is actually profitable. So again, well, Clinton was saying about the, the importance of time recording and recording costs, materials, expenses against the job is, the, is, is key because it leads into that job costing and, and Katie as you as you you know talking about profitability and being profitable running a profitable business no I know I know from um, my own personal experience with some of the, the plumbing projects that I was running you were kind of tracking it and you kind of had an idea as a bit of gut feel like you said before Katie oh yeah I think we're okay but it's not it's not accurate data you're not making decisions based on data and information. So it's a, it's a bit vague and a bit wishy-washy and you're probably going to err on the side of, yeah, I think it's all right. But when you've got the accurate information where you've got a breakdown of estimated hours versus actual hours and here's the costs that we allocated for the subbies and for 
the plant hire and for the materials that we were going to use and you can report on what's it actually cost us versus what we'd estimated, you could get three quarters of the way through the project and go, we're not on track. Something's got to change here. As opposed to getting to the end of the project and going, geez, we didn't go real well on that project. I don't know how we actually went, but yeah, it seemed to take a lot longer than I thought it was going to take, or I don't know if we made any money. You can actually make proactive decisions as you're going along to change things or whatever. So having that that data and the insights to actually help you make decisions is amazing and something that a lot of people have never had before. So, um, and that whole ability to to just report and track on what we've quoted versus what our actual costs, most people haven't had that before. And that lets you then analyze how we're quoting. Are we quoting accurately? If we're quoting on a schedule of rates or point rates or lineal meter rates or whatever it might be, are those rates actually right? Or do we need to tweak them? Do we need to allow more time for these particular components of of jobs and projects? So just the data is gold. And I've heard a lot of people in the industry talk about the fact that we're not tradespeople anymore. We're actually data collectors. We're actually got to collect this information about what we're doing and how we're doing it so that we can analyze our businesses. As foreign as it is to a lot of people, that's really where we're at these days. And I think anyone who has spoken to me or anybody who's worked with me knows that I harp on about this stuff all the time as well. And I always say to them, you know, you wouldn't go to a job, for example, if you're a builder, you're not going to a building site without a plan. Like, you're not, if you're the plumber that's going to do the plumbing for that new house, you're not just going there and going, I'm just going to put it where I think. It's the same with this data. At the moment, so many businesses are just kind of like winging their numbers and actually making it so much harder for themselves by not having these systems in place and not having, as you say, that cold, hard data. Can I afford it or can I not? Am I winning on this job or am I not? Because I see people who are a few years down the track of consistently not making money on jobs. They've pumped all this money into their business from their own personal funds and then they get to a point where we're like, we're stuck. We've got no cash. We can't borrow. What do we do? And this is one of the reasons why I wanted to talk to both of you is to just highlight the fact that if we use our job management system correctly, take the time, invest in the training, invest in the conversation with you, you guys, it's going to have so many benefits, as we said, not just having the data, but also from a time perspective. It just for me, data gives you choice mm. and it gives you options. And we can think all we like that, you know, I, you know, I'm a tradie, I'm a plumber, I'm a this, I, I'm not good at that stuff. You weren't good at what you did on day one of your apprenticeship either. Mm-hmm. But you yeah. had mentors, you know, bosses, you went to TAFE, whatever it was, you got the training that you needed to be the great tradesman you are now. So why don't we take the time and effort to invest in our training around that's a really good point because I listen to a lot of tradies go, I'm just a dumb tradie. I hear that all the time. I, I, like I jump on it straight away. It's like you're not a dumb tradie. You're actually a specialist or an expert in your area. It's just you haven't been through the training and guidance that you need to actually understand this technology, which is just another tool. Exactly. If the amount of times I, I always joke, I'm like, I could retire a very wealthy woman if I had like a dollar every time I heard that. 
I'm like, and I do the same thing. I jump straight on it. I'm like, that's actually not true. I don't care if you left school in year nine or you were terrible at maths or you're just a plumber, builder, this, that. It's actually irrelevant. Leave that aside. We're here to help and support and guide them. So awesome. So for those- I've got one more thing, yes. Katie. I've got one more thing to add, sorry, to wind back to that previous question because we started to talk about material and I thought I'd- Leave it for this little, this last um, little segment. The whole reporting on quoted versus actual. One really important part is to start to track those actual costs of materials and of um, your subbies and whatever. Um, and so this is where integrations become quite important for connecting your job management system into your, your zero or your your accounting package. Because if we want to track actual cost of materials. Then if we've used stuff off our vehicle, we might have a price list in our system and we pick items from the price list that we've used off the vehicle. And so we're, we're kind of adding, adding things to the job that way. But if we've gone to the supplier and we've bought something, that supplier invoice that comes from the supplier has got to go into the accounting system so that we can pay that bill and we can track that cost to... Um, to the account codes in the accounting package, but it's also got to go in against the job or the project that that supplier invoice was for. And this is where a lot of people kind of, they don't want to do that because it's double handling because I've got to put it in my accounting system. I've got to put it in my job management system, but with the right job management system and with it set up the right way, we should be able to enter that supplier invoice against our job and so it goes against that job for costing, and then the supplier invoice gets sent across into the accounting package automatically without us having to do any manual data entry. So we've got single entry. Um, now, different systems do it in different ways, but there's a lot more capability around automation of that stuff these days. So that's certainly come a long way where we've got um, emailing a supplier invoice to an email address and the system strips all the data off it and does the data entry for us and looks for a job or looks for a purchase order number or whatever it might be and then we just check it make sure it's right and then we approve it and that's what pushes it into the accounting package so this piece this is where that being set up correctly and having the right workflows in the business and the business processes and everyone knowing the way things are working that becomes critical because with capturing the time accurately and then capturing all of our material costs accurately, we can then be confident that we've got all our costs captured against the job. So integration, it's, it's a, a kind of a piece that a lot of people aren't aware of when they pick a piece of software and they set it up and they put their jobs in whatever, they don't even think about that part. But that's a, a critical part for us, for, for you doing the bookkeeping um, for the business owner wanting the reporting, it's it's a really important piece of the puzzle. And I'm so glad you mentioned that because I refer to data entry as being the devil. We, yeah. <laughs> we, we shouldn't be doing data entry. Pretty much we can get rid of 98% of the data entry. As you mentioned, uh, you know, the admin, admin person's role or whoever's role it is, it should be a checking role, not a somebody needs to sit there for hours in a day entering information into one system and another system. Like, no. And we, when we're doing, looking at new bookkeeping clients, that's part of our process. When we do that review, it's like, what job management system are you using? How is it coming through? Because quite often we hear zero is not quite right because whichever job management system isn't sending stuff through or it's sending it through in duplicate or, 
And that's not the job management system's fault. It's because it hasn't been set up correctly. Um, and I always explain to clients, if you think of this process, like it has to be, um, it has to be fleet free flowing. Like if there's somewhere where it gets stuck or caught or somebody has to do something or change something, then that's the system telling you it's not quite set up properly and reach out, get help with a specialist because you guys do this all day, every day. That is why I send my clients your way because I'm like, I know that's wrong, but that's not my specialty. Um, (laughs) And the problem, the part of the problem there is if you go to the software company and you say, hey, my zero is not doing what it should be doing, they're going to go, we don't deal with zero. That's not how, that's not our bag. We, We work with our software and we'll show you how to do that part in there. But what happens after that? That's not what we do. And we kind of bridge that gap because we talk all those different languages. Yeah. Awesome. And that's why we I love referring clients to you. Because when they've got their job management system set up properly, then I've got more data, then the business can be more profitable, and then things can be so much easier and simpler. But as yes. I say, it takes a little bit of time and investment to get it up and running. But by not doing it, you're spending more time and wasting more money with no return of investment. Yeah. So for those who are using a job management system who are listening thinking, I don't think mine's probably set up correctly, what's the first step for them to reach out to TradyPad? So I think the, the first step is just to to um, give us a buzz, jump on, give us a buzz and have a chat first because we do what we call a, a, a no-obligation 15-minute intro call, okay, and look, just to prepare everybody for it. Once you start talking, it probably go for 35 or 40 minutes. <laughs> That's with, a similar one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same thing. Yes. Yeah. And, and just for everyone listening, it's not us that's doing the talking. Once the client talks, it just all comes out. But that's where the education starts, okay? Because, look, people will ring up and inquire and um, they'll talk to our inquiries team. One of our main guys, Brad, um, just starts to educate people right from the get-go on, you know, finding out a little bit about what they do, how they do it, what they're using, what their problems are. Okay, and then we'll tell them very clearly about our process, you know, and if it's someone that's using a bit of technology and it's not working properly um, or they're getting frustrated with it, give us a call. Just have a, just have a, you know, a, a quick chat, um, run us through what's going on and we'll be able to tell you what the process is. And also too, we're very transparent right from the very beginning with, uh, with the inquiries and, and clients that come through to us because they need to know the whole process, you know, and so it's the, yeah, ha- have a chat with us. And then if you'd like to, um, to move on afterwards, we've got plenty of different options where we can look at your existing software um, to look at making sure it's the right tool for you or optimizing and getting the most out of it. Or if it's, you know, look, I just need to make sure I'm on the right software or I want to find the right software, we can do that as well. But it all starts with that intro call, okay? Because then, you know, you guys reaching out to us, you get to sort of test us a little bit and see if we yeah, we know what we're talking about. <laughs> And for that call, I'll just mention on our website, so tradeyourbad.com.au, um, you can uh, fill out your information, but we've got an ability to book a call on the website. So to save um, phone tag backwards and forwards, you can actually um, use a click on a link and you can pick a day and a time for us to give you a ring so that you know that we're calling on that particular day and time and we don't waste waste time and, and have fun playing phone tag. Hmm. Exactly. <laughs> Technology, systems, processes. Believe it or not, we're using technology. Yes, exactly. And for those who are thinking, oh, that sounds great, but I'll do it 
next week, next month, next quarter, I am going to highly, highly suggest that they just book in a call. As we said, it's a 15-minute chat that may go for a little bit longer. Um, And I say this with all my clients, at least you then can make a decision. Yes, that's for me or no, it's not. You're not left with another thing on your thought list wondering whether or not you should do it or not. Yep. Tick it off and go, actually, no, that that's not for me right now or right. And they don't have to move forward straight away. No. It's not like they ring you today and they're starting tomorrow. No. You'll then schedule that that's for suit that suits both of you. I just said put a plan together. At least it's it's your planning. Get start the planning process. Yes. Hundred yep. percent. And we'll have people that will ring up and find out information and do nothing. Okay, or they'll just go through stage one and come back because you've got to be ready to do it as well. Mm-hmm. Think I'll, I'll a couple of things I'll put out there is what have you got to lose, right? Fifteen minute phone call, have a bit of a chat with us. What are the potential outcomes or benefits that you're going to get? I'm going to be more profitable. I'm going to save time. I'm going to be able to spend more time with my friends and family doing the things I love, um, whether it's fishing, whether it's camping, whether it's whatever it is that you do. This this is what you'll get back when you have more time. So that's got to be the motivator for people when they're when they're sort of wondering what they should do because look we see it every single day um, the results that people are getting is absolutely massive and I'll just say this as a as a last thing as well because we also see this well as where a business is right at and Katie you'd see this as well where they're right at the end mm. and the worst case scenario for a business is if you do if you're running manually, if you're not have visibility on how profitable your business is, the worst case scenario is you might not have a business. Mm. And that that's key. And that affects everybody around that business owner, staff, family, friends. So yeah, I encourage people to yeah, to to get on board. Don't be afraid of technology. It's just another tool, similar to the big ticket tools that you guys use every day to to run your business. The only difference is is you you haven't been educated on how to use it. Exactly. Awesome. Thank you very much, Clinton and Scott. Um, as always, always a good chat. And like I said, this is a key piece for clients that I work with to get this right because it make, then makes my job actually easier because I have more data and we can get bigger results and quicker. And as you say, gives them their time back and so on. And if you are a tradie who has been thinking about this and going to do it, going to do it, going to do it, please just go to their website book in a call and have a chat, please. Thanks, Katie. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Profit First for Tradies. If you want more, head over to profitfirstfortradies.com.au for the show notes and the links to today's free resources. And if you'd like to learn how to become a permanently profitable tradie and eliminate your cash flow problems, join us in the Profit First for Tradies Facebook group where I share tips, resources and trainings so you can save time, save money and save your sanity. You can learn more over at profitfirstfortradies.com.au. Catch you next time on the Profit First for Tradies podcast.